Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I just want to send a shout out to uh, Jason Gregory. He did a piece on the passing of uh, John Short. Of course, he uh, also wrote uh, a very eloquent uh version, I guess, of a, a eulogy about the passing of Robin Brownlee here in the last 72 hours or so. And, uh, boy, it's still sort of shocking, as we discussed with Craig Patavish, to see two prominent voices in the sports media gone in a span of about uh, eight hours on Thursday morning while we were in Detroit. But uh, Jason's got a piece up right now on John Short on Oilers Nation you might want to check out. All right, we're going to head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline and go to the Farm Report for uh, with Bakersfield Condors head coach Colin Chalk for Wave Bathroom Renovations, professional bathroom renovations built right, hire Wave Bathroom Renovations, and know your bathroom will turn out great. Well, the Edmonton Oilers are 10 in their last 10, and the Bakersfield Condors are undefeated in their last nine in regulation, 7-0-2. And, and Colin Chalk joins us uh, from, uh, I believe he's in Denver, Colorado. Hello, Colin. How are you doing? Hey, Bob. Doing very well. How about yourself? Good. Are you in Denver? Yeah, yeah. We're just uh, heading uh, to uh, Fort Collins, so in, uh, en route. En route as we speak. Uh, well, let's talk a bit about your team. Uh, you finally, First of all, what was it like to finally get a couple games in? <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was nice. We had, we actually we scrimmaged on on Wednesday uh, to try to give them a game like experience, and the guys handled it really well. And uh, you know, uh, at the end of the day, did it help us Friday and Saturday? Uh, yeah, I think you got to believe. You know, the answer is yes. But uh, yeah, it was nice to play some games. I had an independent assessor uh, have quite a lengthy. Uh, recap uh, for me. I talked to him yesterday, and he uh, was very positive about the performance of Dylan Holloway. Uh, he had the stock clock as best he could on Holloway for the two games. Uh, the Oilers sent him down. I don't think, uh, Colin, you're going to have him down there for a long time. He just needs to get back up and play him. But he did play center. You're the coach. What did you see with the 14th overall pick in the 2020 NHL draft? Uh, you know he's he's definitely matured. He uh, you know he was he was you know stronger and quicker than most out there. Uh, you know he was really really good in night one. Uh, he was over uh, over twenty minutes in both games, and uh, um, you know the the second night he wasn't as good. Uh, his puck management uh, a few times at the blue line, but he's still a young player. Um, but did he create offensively? Did he kill penalties? And was he on the power play and power play scored both nights? Uh, the answer is yes. So he was he was an impactful player. It was. Uh, I'm sure it was exciting for him just to, to get back on the ice and, and contribute at all areas of the game. And he was really good in faceoffs too. Better in night one, sorry. 60% plus uh, uh, night two is around the 50% mark. Yeah, that's actually the numbers that uh, this gentleman, and he, one of the things he said is he ties, when he does lose a draw, he ties the opposition center up. Uh, he also told me, he goes, Bob, I can't tell you how well Holloway played defensively because that line wasn't in their zone much defensively. Is that, is that true? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they had they had a lot of time uh, in the offensive zone. They were they were better at night one, but you know, uh, you know, just like when when Philip Roper came down, right? Like he hadn't played in a little bit, and like you know, to play you know twenty minutes back to back nights and uh, be sharp, and you know, you're on a uh, you know on a bus getting home late. Uh, it's all good. It's all part of the development. But uh, um, yeah, they had they spent a lot of time in the offensive zone, um, you know, and then you know he's also out there in key areas of the game defensively and uh, tough moments of the game, and you know. It's uh, again, like I, I feel like we're 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 getting him ready and just getting his reps for uh, for where he needs to go. Uh, I was told Philip Roberg was outstanding this weekend. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he's. Uh you know, he's starting to get his mojo, starting to get his feel. He's, uh, you know, uh, uh, him and Holloway were on the same power play unit. They, you know, they scored uh, multiple times in the first night. They scored in the second night as well. Uh, killed penalties. You know, he's skating, skating, uh, uh, skating away from danger. Making good hard passes, uh, defending hard. Um, you know, we, we still think there's lots of growth. He, you know, he can play harder and be more physical and all that kind of stuff. But he's made some big, uh, big leaps. That's for sure. We're joined right now by Colin Chalk. He is the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors with the Farm Report for Wave Bathroom Renovations, professional bathroom re- renovations built right. Hire Wave Bathroom Renovations and know your bathroom will turn out great. So. Um, so there you go. I mean, you, you, you keep winning. Uh, I, I got to ask you, though, because we had a bit of this discussion on orders now today. Do we need to maybe see? Uh, I saw a different uh, Ralph Lavoie against the LA Kings than even though he only played six or seven minutes. He had two or three shifts where he had real strong puck protection against a good, heavy team in the LA Kings um, than when he was previously recalled. And I think the Oilers have to consider finding a way to get this guy some games before the trade deadline just to see what sort of option he provides. Have you seen some progression from him after you know he came up with Edmonton for a few games, got some games in, and then when things got a little bit more settled, he went down. Have you seen him take another step? Yeah, he, uh, you know, it's interesting that when he first went up, he was he was dominating the American League, right? And then when he came back, it took him a little bit to get going again, to be honest. Um, but, you know, by him going up, like you said, for that one game, it, you know, it's like you need multiple chances, right? Like you're not going to be an NHL player in your first call-up or, or you're not going to be an impactful. It took him four years to impact the American League, you know, uh, and be like, I shouldn't say impact, to be dominant, right? You know, so um, uh, every time you get another look, you get, you get a little bit more confidence you, you have a little bit more uh, validation that i can do this you have some good self-talk and you're calm and positive uh, you know so coming back i think he's excited to play with holloway uh, as well so that that's given him another jump in his step and um you know so i you know we'll, we'll see how it goes tomorrow night in colorado tough building the plane fun building be physical i think it'll match uh it'll match what you saw in l.a yeah, well, that's a that's a good thing for you. Seven zero and two in the last nine games are the Bakersfield Condors. You split uh, the two goalies this weekend. How do they look? Good. Yeah, both both goalies played very well, uh, and the plan is to uh, again here in back to back games for both. Just kind of keep that rotation going right now. So, um, you know, both goalies are making the saves that uh, the routine saves and some big saves. And you know, as of late, there's been no no uh, I would say soft goals or no goals that are saveable pucks. So I think that that's part of the reason uh, uh, why our you know well, there's other reasons, but part of the reason why our our, our team is uh, finding some ways uh, to to have some team points as a goal. Tenders are, are really giving us a chance, both of them. Uh, you played Broberg uh, with uh, Max Warner, but Ben Gleason has been lighting it up since going back down to Bakersfield after, uh, you know, basically spending the month with the Oilers as a as a number seven. Uh, 
So there you go. I mean, just a thought on on how Gleason has uh, come back in your fold and really stepped up. Yeah, Ben, uh, ben Gleason's a throwback. He's a, he's a gamer. He's an old school. Uh, he's an old soul. Is kind of how uh, after got to know him and coached him here through for the first part of the season. So um, he's definitely got a player that can drive his own pair. Um, you know, we were a little bit uh, short, I would say, uh, with you know Candidine being out until Kemp getting the call. So uh, game two uh, versus uh, versus San Jose, uh, we actually played Broberg and Gleason together as a pair. Uh, that, that that was interesting. Uh, uh, they they definitely played well, but I think those are two guys that can definitely drive their own pair. So uh, it's nice that we have that option. Uh, you know, I think we'll have Nima Lyman in the lineup tomorrow night, so that that'll be a okay. big boost for us. And um, you know, but but uh, but it's nice to be able to see that as well. So um, you know, he's growing in his physical game. We think he could be a little bit harder, but he passes the puck well. He uh, he's sneaky. He gets away from uh, you know defenders. He's great in his own transition. Breaks the puck out well. He's got he's got a lot you know, a lot of things to be excited about. Uh, tell me this. Uh, what, what, what's going on with Janine, by the way? Uh, lower body. It's just like it just seems to once he gets close and you know he starts to push him a little bit more. He has a little bit of a uh, uh, whether it's if, if a setback is the word or if it's unsure. It's just it's not where it needs to be. We're, we're hopeful uh, sometime this week, uh, and then now now it's looking like it, at the soonest uh, Saturday when we get back home. Who did you you had Groob centering Savoy and who? Uh, Petrov. All right. Uh, just a thought. We we saw a group in the Western League. I mean, there's a, it's it's a long range project for him, but he seems to. I, I kind of thought he dragged his when I'd see him play with Red Deer. I kind of I, I thought he kind of dragged his teammates into a fight a little bit. You know what I mean? We had, had some moxie. And he's not a, he's not timid. He's a bigger guy. Uh, what have you seen out of him this year, Colin? You know he um, he he's a, he's an honest good uh, mature young man and and he was kind of he was finding his way and probably about i would say about 10 days ago he skated by me in practice and he goes hey i just want you to know i know what i am and i got i got a lot better and for you know for a young young man to come up to the head coach and his rookie year just and, and say that it was almost like uh you know uh, I, I know i'm in i'm a two-way player i know i'm not a shiny toy i gotta be hard i gotta win face-offs i gotta block shots i gotta kill penalties i gotta be that like you're saying i gotta drag drag my teammates into the fight and uh he's played really well you know just and then and then not to mention you know i don't think we expected he's have five goals at this point of the year so yeah uh he's 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 uh, i'll tell you bob the like you know Again, like he's someone to be excited about. He's skating a lot better. He's not as lumbering. Whether that's confidence, whether that's getting some more minutes, um, whether it's a combination of all those things, um, you know, it's uh, again, it's exciting. We I think we got uh, uh, 45 games in the next 98 days or something around those numbers. Uh, you know, it'll be exciting to see how uh, how he handles this grind. Awesome stuff. So you got the two games against Colorado uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, and then do you not have a home and home this weekend or a couple this weekend? as well yeah and we're back home against Calgary on Saturday all right best of luck thanks Colin safe travels 
Thanks for having me on, Bob. You bet. That is Colin Chalk. He's the head coach of the undefeated in nine games in regulation, the Bakersfield Condors. Royal Pizza, pizza passed and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. Royal Pizza's got 14 Edmonton area locations, four in Calgary, one in Red Deer. You can go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Stop for recommendation at Royal Pizza, the Mediterranean Chicken. 646 in Edmonton will step out. Reed Wilkins is going to jump in. Brennan Escott will have this day in Oilers history. You're listening to Oilers now. Bob Stoffer, Brennan Escott, and Kellen Kennedy with you. And we're going to go to Listy and Oilers history for New West Travel. Join an exclusive four-night road trip to Dallas to see the Oilers play with stars in April. You can reach out to newwesttravel.com. Just uh, had our second trip in Montreal. Sold out. We're in Nashville earlier this year. Big D in Dallas. You can, you know what you can do? is You can go to a six-school, a six-four school book depository in Dallas and think of having a bolt-action rifle gun and going three shots in eight seconds. Yeah. No way. Because that's what happened when I went there. There's no way it was. Uh, come on, man. All right. I don't know if he's a Kennedy conspiracy theorist or not, but Brendan Escott's got this day on Oilers history. I didn't even know what the Warren Commission was until you were on that one last week, but I'm piecing it together here. We'll go back to 1991 when Randy Moeller scored his third of the year for the New York Rangers to tie the game at two in the third period. Would finish as a 2 2 tie at Madison Square Garden, bringing the Oilers record to 21, 20, and 3 on the year. Peter Klima and Joel Murphy had the goals in that one. Uh, and that team, that was in 91, that team made it all the way to the conference final. They got routed in the conference final by Chicago, but they got there, including uh, upsetting Vancouver. It was an upset, Vancouver at home ice and the LA Kings winning both series in six games. We bring aboard Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports. Hello, Reed. How are you? Good, how are you? Good. Oh, this winning. It's so boring, isn't it? <laughs> That's one way to look at it. Ten straight Not wins. Not the way I do. Eight no, and then three <laughs> losses, then ten straight wins. Uh, are, what's your take on this? Well, they're not getting scored on. Uh, and, well, they're not getting. They're certainly not getting scored on in bunches. I mean, what is it? Uh, Seventeen goals in ten games. Right. Eleven in the last eight. Yeah. That's not just good defensive play and goaltending. That's Great. exceptional. Yeah. So they're not. And plus, they're they're just sticking with it when they're behinds in behind in games. And that was the the mind-boggling thing earlier in the season. It wasn't that they were falling behind or getting scored on. Okay, that happens. But that it was just incredibly, uh, well, I was going to say, I shouldn't say the word I was going to say, but just incredibly uh, irresponsible errors, I guess, is what I was going to, is one way to put it. And then those would build on each other. And then, you know, instead of being down 2-1 or one nothing going to the third period, you're down 4 or 5-2. So you might be having a little more offense because you're, you're going for it a bit. But the mistakes are huge. So I, I, I think... Uh, no, they did not play well in Chicago. Probably only Chicago and San Jose are the teams they beat <laughs> that night, but that's who was on the schedule. Yeah. But Detroit and Montreal, like they they played hard. You gotta you gotta give the other team credit sometimes. You get forty both shots goalie, on both goal. Both goalies had good games. I mean, that's the wild card in hockey that yeah. it has that any sport really doesn't have. Yeah. Because uh, in baseball, you you can't pitch the same guy two-thirds of the games like, like you can with a goalie in hockey. And the Oilers stayed with it and, and figured it out. I mean, that was a, a lousy break on Detroit's second goal, um, the one that bounced off Nurse's skate and was sitting under Pickard before right. Mata. And then even that game in, in Montreal. And you know what, Bob? 
I'd like to, and I know there was uh, some debate about whether or not that should count. I don't think it should have. I don't think it should have. I thought it should have. Rob didn't think it should have. I'm going to ask Kelly Rudy on my show tonight. Now, he's a former goalie in an era where. (laughs) You've got to make sure that both Stauffer and and Brown did not think it should have counted. Yes. You've got to tell them that. The two guys that work on the Oilers broadcast didn't think that was going to count. So. What was I going to say now? But okay, I, I liked the fashion of that goal. Like that was a playoff style goal. It wasn't. Let's try to pass it ten times and set up somebody for a one timer. He had a backdoor tap, and that was Fogle saying, "Okay, I got to, I got to step. I'm going." And Drysdale following up the play to to tap it in the last the last in. So I like the mentality. I mean, and it's it's crazy, Bob. So much has happened. There's still over half the season left. Huh. Look at all the storylines we've had already. It's been a crazy year. Besides Kelly Rudy, what do you got on? Uh, uh, tonight's Inside Sports. Uh, well, I got some of the audio from practice. Uh, Nuge, Hyman, and not but honestly, Bob, I, I missed the first part of your show, so I'm not even sure what Gullitson. you used. We only uh, used one. Sorry, Gullitson. Yeah. Uh, who, who's, when he does get a chance to talk, he, I, I enjoy listening to him. It's, it's he, like he's, he's done it before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Twice. Uh, did you use the clip about all the coaches he's worked no, for? No, you can use okay, that I'm one. I'm going to use that one because uh, it is interesting, right? Six years, Yeah. five head coaches. Now, maybe with Hitch, we knew that was kind of going to be an interim situation. Uh, we'll talk about the going to be an interim situation. And we'll talk about the uh, the Elks trade today as well. And we'll keep you updated on the on the football game. The and Eagles. I think the Canadians the, and Avalanche, that's a lot. there were already nine games today, right? Yeah, 2-2, two, two, heading to the third, Canadians and the Avalanche. The Eagles, I don't know what the hell well, happened. They fell apart at the end of the year. I, and they're getting, I, I don't like, know, Baker I, Mayfield is lighting them up right now. He's marching the ball up and down I don't the know field. if Philly just got into a funk or somebody figured them out. 90 yards uh, after, the, after the catch in the first quarter for Tampa Bay. Which is Philly's game. Right. Right? Philly's game is a lot of let's swing it to somebody and try to get them running. I don't know. Maybe the brotherly shove isn't all it's cracked up to be. Um, But yeah, I mean, as you know, I, I cheer for the Seahawks, so I watched most of their games. I'm like, Seahawks beat them on a Monday night. And then the Seahawks couldn't beat Pittsburgh. You are a glutton for punishment. So... Ah, they're okay. I mean, they're okay. I didn't think that they would. I thought maybe they could squeak into the playoffs, but kind of like last year, they had a good-ish team, but not good enough. I did enjoy having Pete Carroll as the coach, though. Yeah, a lot of energy. Uh, John Ryan, they put in the fake field goal on the Thursday, only practiced it couple of times, yeah. uh, but he said it was ultimately Carroll's call to put him in the game, and he said credit to Carroll for having the stones to call it yeah. in the NFC Championship. Awesome stuff. Great stuff. That's Reed Wilkins. He's got Inside Sports at 7. Uh, we will tell you we'll be back tomorrow. We're on at 4 till 5.30 tomorrow. Um, we'll have a special guest on tomorrow's show. I can tell you that. And for a while, Factor Desserts, Brian Lawton joins us as well. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Zach Ferguson, Reed Wilkins with Inside Sports after. So long, everybody. I got a big shot off this stick of mine. I keep those lanes wide open all the time. Dry sidle setting up shop, McDavid's flying. I'll hit the twine when I walk the line.